0: We're in the Bible again today, that's a cool thing, and uh, uh, we are still making our way through the Bible, January to December, Genesis to Revelation, uh, we are in Philippians, actually I think we read the whole book of Philippians for today in the reading plan that we're using, all the messages are entitled, God said it, because God has spoken uh god has spoken uh uh, all of creation into existence god said let there be god said let there be he spoke it into existence so when we look at creation what we see is the manifestation of god's word god spoke it to be and so we look all around us uh, ocean turtles whatever you want to look at God spoke it into existence. Um, second thing is, is we've got the written word of God, the Bible. I believe that God has, has provided this for us by his own inspiration. He breathed it out. There are 40 something writers. He's the only author and, and he's preserved it for us through the ages so that we can have a confidence about the word of God, that we can read it and believe and, 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 and understand that God is the one revealing himself to us. And then the living word of God is just Jesus himself. Uh, Jesus is alive and well right now at the right hand of the father and so when we think about that we think that we we know that Jesus came to earth and I mean we sing about it all at Christmas time and baby Jesus born down in Bethlehem and all of that stuff God came down (coughs) and so um so we have the living word of living word of God Uh, we know from John 1 where it says in the beginning was the word the word was with God the word was God that's Jesus Uh, the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory glory of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth so we've got the spoken word of god we've got the written word of god we've got the living word of god today we're going to talk about the main thing main thing is the main thing it's not whether you make it the main thing or not the main thing is the main thing okay it's not a question of whether you prioritize it or not, it, it, it is a statement of fact that the main thing is the main thing. All right. So that's where we're going to go today. We're going to read from Philippians chapter one, verses 21 to 30. So here we go. Uh, verse 21 for me to live as Christ and to die as gain. Now, if I live on in the flesh, this means fruitful work for me. And I don't know which one I should choose. I, I am torn between the two. I long to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. Since I am persuaded of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith. So that because of my coming to you again, your boasting in Christ Jesus may abound. Just one thing. As citizens of heaven, live your life worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then, whether I come and see you or am absent, I will hear about you that you are standing firm in one spirit, in one accord, contending together in one spirit, contending together for the faith of the gospel. I jumped back a line, contending together for the faith of the gospel, not being frightened in any way by your opponents. This is a sign of destruction for them, but of your salvation. And this is from God, for it has been granted to you on Christ's behalf, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him, since you are engaged in the same struggle that you saw I had, and now here that I have. Okay, main thing's the main thing. Let's pray. God, I thank you and praise you again just for today. Every morning that I wake up, I just thank you for the gift of another day. God, we praise you in that. This morning, we want to celebrate together. As we look into your word, God, I thank you that we get to sing Christmas songs. I I, I thank you for this this season of the year where we celebrate the birth of our Savior and know, God, that God, this was your provision for us. God, that this was your grace to us. So, God, as we look into your word, let us understand that as you have provided for us, God, there there is an important thing here. There's something we need to be paying attention to, so God, help us to hear you this morning. Help us to hear what you would say to us, and we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so how many of you, here you go, I'm I'm just going to ask it like we were standing there talking. All right, I've got some good news and bad news, right? If you want the good news first, raise your hand, okay? There wasn't many of you. If you want the bad news first, raise your hand wow i am shocked and astounded now is is it because i said i drew it i mean i drew it on my paper here so the good news takes us up my hope is always give me the good news first so maybe the bad news doesn't bring me all the way back down but it appears that in this room take me down and let's hope that the good news is gonna bring me back up, right? <coughs> well, I I I look at that and I and that's amazing. I did not expect that, y'all. Yeah. I, I think we should just go home now. No. <laughs> but 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 you see my point. This this is this idea of good news. We like good news. Uh you can't tell it by y'all, but uh but but we enjoy good news right i mean we want to hear good news and so when we sing songs about the birth of christ that's that's the good news that's that that's that's this proclamation this this declaration this announcement one of the first i remember the the first time in 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 cali self memorial baptist church in greenwood south carolina that i sang in front of the congregation and it was me and a couple of other little buddies of mine. And we sang, go tell it on the mountain. Go tell it on the mountain. Right? This idea that Jesus Christ, this is the announcement. Now, the, 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 the interesting thing about that song is, is that the, the encouragement in that song is that we're supposed to go tell it on the mountain. That Jesus Christ, Savior, is born. Folks, I'll be honest with you. This is the season of the year that i believe i'll just say it's i think i believe this i believe it's easier to share the message of jesus during this season of the year than any other year except maybe easter time because if we really start talking about what christmas is all about yes you could start with talking about gifts oh what gifts are you planning to get this christmas what have you asked for you know In my house, I say, Eli, what do you want for Christmas? Cash. (laughs) That's all he ever wants, right? Well, what gift in any of our conversations, if you're in Christ this morning, if you know Jesus, if you've received that salvation that God provided for us in the shed blood of Jesus Christ, then the greatest gift you've received ever in your life is that salvation. It's Jesus right see and so somebody might say well what are you getting for christmas and you might say My, i know something but but the real answer is i am reminded every christmas of the greatest gift i ever received which was jesus so so the main thing is the main thing the good news the gospel the whole point of today's message is gospel first so, so, so this passage, these few verses in Philippians, Paul is writing to the Philippian church, the, the, the body of Christ that meets at Philippi, and, and it's a church that he established, and it's a church that he loves dearly and and and, and, uh, and, and knows people there, and and so he's encouraging them, and, and there's a lot of cool things in, the, in the, the, the letter to the Philippians. And so verse 21 in chapter 1, as he's describing for them his thanksgiving and his prayer and 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 how the gospel is moving throughout the roman empire he comes down to verse 21 he says for me to live is christ and to die is gain and that is a blunt statement what was he saying I, and people don't realize this Je- jennifer and i've talked about this before but as a christian Death is not to be feared. Now, I'm not running to it. I'm not going to go jump out in front of a bus. But the point is, is that that I have a hope and a glory and a joy beyond this life. Now, in this life, though, my life's all about Jesus. In this life, our lives are supposed to be all about Jesus. He goes on to say, now, if I live on in the flesh... It means fruitful work for me. It means I'm going to keep living for Jesus. I'm going to keep proclaiming Jesus. I'm going to keep announcing it. I'm going to tell people about it. I'm going to to look for opportunities. See? And I don't know which one I should choose. (laughs) I'm torn between the two. I long to depart. I long to leave and just go be with Jesus. I've known Christians like that, right? Some of you know I'm traveling back and forth every week to go see my mama. My mom said to me in the hospital last week or something, she says, I don't know why I'm still here. I said, obviously, because God's got something for you to do. So you need to lie here in the bed and pray all day long. (laughs) Right? That's your job right now, Mama. And don't stop. Don't let up. See? For me to live is to live this christ life that god's given to us to die guess what when that time comes yay i mean i'm not i'm not in a hurry people always take it wrong huh you know we've got this i, I hate to I, i'll bring it up anyway i don't hate to bring it up i mean we've got a suicide problem But the suicide problem in our culture is about hopelessness. See, to die as gain is about hope, not hopelessness. See that? I'm torn between the two. I long to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. What's he saying? He's saying, Man, I love you guys as a as a congregation, as the body of Christ. I, I, I look forward to coming to be with you again. I look forward to us celebrating in Christ together. I look for I look forward to Sunday morning worship. Man, I love Sunday mornings. People come in and go, How you doing? Oh, I'm having a I'm here. <clears throat> and not just, oh, okay, I made it. No. I look forward to Sunday morning worship i look forward to whatever i don't know ahead of time what songs we're going to sing some people think i'm supposed to no i'm not i can't keep up but the point is is that i don't have an option if i'm going to be living this life on this earth in god's creation then the priority of my life the main thing the first thing the overwhelming uh uh just the 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 top of the mountain for me is to live Christ to make him first to think about him in everything I'm going to the store well wonder what God wants to do while I'm going to the store might he show me somebody to talk to might he bring up something that I need to think about might might I be aware of something as as I'm walking in the door of the store that, that reminds me of how good God is, see? No, we we kind of walk, sort of. Um, maybe not, y'all. I won't blame it on you. all I think people kind of walk through their life just sort of blind to the things that God's doing around us. I told this story Wednesday night, so I'm gonna tell it again. And and it sounds like I'm I'm tooting my horn, and I'm not, and and I don't mean that. I I I almost missed it. I almost didn't see it. I almost didn't understand what it was that God was doing. Um, last Tuesday, Tuesday a week ago, not this past Tuesday, but the one before that, my mom was transferred from the hospital to this nursing home for rehab. All right. And so uh, she's in one of them double rooms. And mom's got the window and and this lady named Diane Sloan's got the, the door bed, right? and um diet she doesn't say anything we walk in we're all getting positioned everything and and she just sitting there lying there in the bed well i that's not i mean that's not me you know i mean i said hey good morning how are you or good afternoon i think it was by that time and she went she just kind of nodded at me i said uh, my name's bobby what's your name and she said diane i said oh, hey diane I said, looks like you and my mom are going to be roommates. Okay, she's probably wishing I was gone by this time, right? <laughs> this is last Tuesday. So, so in and out, so I watch her try. She, she's got some dexterity in her hand, so I watch her cut her sloppy joe. She picks up half of it. She eats it real slow. And she's able to. Before she did that, though, the, the tray for her lunch was too high. So I said, can I help you? So I went over and I raised her bed. You know, they got one of them buttons on there that just picks the whole bed up. So, so I raised her bed up so she could get to her tray. And then as I was watching her throughout the day and, and last week and this week, she could have done that all her own. She didn't need my help. She knows how to work that bed. She'd been there long enough, Right. Um, so <clears throat> then Tuesday, uh, this past Tuesday, they decided my mom. It's time for mom to, to to do some physical therapy. And so man, I, I, I break break out the bullwhip. Mama, nah, get up, mama. So they sit her in a chair, and she's kind of sitting in the chair. And so she's been listening to one of the messages on my phone. She'd been listening to me preach. She says, "I want to hear one of your sermons." So I pull it up on the app, and she'll li- listen to it. And um so she'd been listening to it. So when she's sitting up in the chair, I start talking to her about what I'd been preaching on, talking about, you know, our hope in Christ and all this sort of thing. And, and, and then it dawns on me, I'm sitting, here's mom's bed, here's Diane's bed. Mom's sitting right there, and I'm sitting right here. And Di- I can reach over and, and, and pat Diane on the shoulder. And I'm sitting here having a, a Bible, ge- I know mom's saved. My mom's a Christian, she's been a Christian long before I came along. She's the one that shared Jesus with me but I'm just encouraging mom in, in, in the faith, in the gospel, and just like what Paul is saying about the Philippians. Uh, you know, if I'm here, then, then I'm enjoying the fellowship we have in Christ. And then it dawned on me. Diane's sitting here listening to me. I said, Diane, I said, let me ask you a question. Have, do you know Jesus? Do, do you have a relationship with Jesus? I said, did you grow up in church at all or anything like that? She said, when I was young, I said, "Well Diane do you do do you do you know Jesus today?" And she just went, I said, "Do you want to?" And she just kind of looked at me and so I began sharing the gospel with her just began sharing the gospel with her and she just sat there listening to me and looking at me and listening to me. I said, Diane, I said, you know, in Romans when it says, if we confess with our mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead. I said, would you like to receive Christ, receive salvation? And she just nodded at me. She went, now I understand she hadn't said more than probably 20 words the most Tuesdays that I was there. I said, Diane, I said, you just need to let God know that you know you're a sinner, ask Him to forgive you and ask Him to save you. And she prayed loud. All of a sudden, she started talking to God out loud. And I was like, and she asked, she asked, God, just save me, God. And I said, let me pray for you. And we prayed together. When we opened our eyes, she just had tears running down her face. Let me ask y'all a question. Now, I, I, I'm a, y'all know I'm a clown, all right? I'm always a clown first. A gospel clown? <laughs> I know who said that amen. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm a gospel clown, all right? And it would be really easy in a nursing home rehab center setting to re, be really focused on mom and and all of that sort of thing and to absolutely forget that diane sloan is in the room and yet god in the moment went hey pay attention behind you because i'm working on her heart you see folks to live is christ you don't have an option if you're a christian it's not like you can take it or leave it the gospel is the good news and everybody needs the good news first see now y'all all all feel rebuked because you chose bad news (laughs) well the bad news is is everybody's a sinner and they all need the gospel all right and then he says this since i am persuaded of this I know that I will remain and continue with all of you in your, for your progress and joy in the faith. See, I'm going to, I, we have to do this together, okay? So that because of my coming to you again, your boasting in Jesus may abound. And then verse 27, I wrote the devotional today for this. I sent it out last night, so if you read the, the gathering in the word devotional every day, this, this phrase right here, just one thing. Um, A lot of the newer translations say only or or this idea of, of in the face of everything else, whatever happens, no matter what's going on, one thing. As citizens of heaven, live your life worthy of the gospel of Christ. No matter what. Just one thing. I like it that Paul says, I mean, it's kind of like, um, pay attention. As citizens of heaven, as citizens of the kingdom, as God's kids, live your life worthy of the gospel, the good news, the the transformation, the salvation, the regeneration, the the sanctification that God has poured into you. It's not like, let's go get Jesus when we go to church. It's like, let's go live Jesus and come to church and celebrate it. I don't often use the word church. Y'all notice that. But I know that that's what the culture looks at. See, we go out and live Jesus every day. We come together on Sundays to celebrate everything that's going on all week. We have this incredible opportunity to walk with God Monday through Saturday. Sunday is the celebration. It's, it's the family reunion. It's, it's, hey, let's go to church for the party. We had a great time this week, Right? Now, I admit, I'm, I'm sometimes I'm thick-headed, and I know it. But I, I walked away Tuesday from that Lindley Park place thinking, God, thank you so much for making me see what was going on in the room. I could have missed it. And then I admit, I prayed this. I said, God, how many of those have I missed? Because I wasn't paying attention. Just one thing. Live your life worthy of the gospel. Conduct yourself. Some translation says, conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the gospel. Then. Whether I come to see you or am absent, I'll hear about you, that you are standing firm in one spirit, in one accord, contending together for the faith of the gospel, not being frightened in any way by your opponents. Now, I think he mentions this on purpose. Because Paul is writing to and encouraging and, and giving instruction to the churches, uh, the, the 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 congregations, the body of Christ throughout the Roman Empire, whether it's in Galatia or or Colossae or Philippi or, or Ephesus, and, and he's encouraging them because guess what? They are facing opposition. Not being frightened in any way by your opponents. I I listened to I, i listen to people who are 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 afraid of the world we're living in today the culture society the news the politics you know and there, there there's this sort of expectation or or dare i say this this kind of call to to I don't want to use words that that paint the wrong picture. Let me say this. Christianity stands in opposition to everything in the world today. So do we have opponents? Absolutely. Okay? I'll be honest. There are decisions being made for our country that we're opposed to you can't soft pedal it the bible says this is right this is wrong okay i used to do a thing for sixth graders Uh, i was the youth pastor at, at first baptist buford and they would do career day at the middle school And because I knew lots of the teachers and the principals and everybody and they would invite me to career day, not to talk about what I was or my career, but to do this thing with sixth graders about making choices. And, and I would do this whole envelope thing where I'd, I'd, have, I'd have a series of envelopes and I'd pick up a couple of them and I'd invite some kid in the room and there'd be a good-sized classroom of kids. I'd say, come up here. I want you to do something for me. And I'd hold out two blank envelopes. I'd say, pick one. And they'd go, okay, that one. And then I'd open it up It'd be something like, you just fell off a cliff. I say, yay for you. How'd you like that choice? I didn't like that choice. I say, well, sorry, you chose it. But it wasn't fair. To which I always respond, the fair comes in September, not today. Right? But here's the thing, making the choice. If I had known, I wouldn't have chosen to fall off the cliff. So then I've got another envelope that one has nice, pretty little stickers and drawings on it, and the other one's got mm, ugly, mean-looking drawings and stuff on it. And I'll hold—I say, all right, next kid, come on up here. And they come up there, and I hold those two envelopes out. Most times now, today I'm not sure they'd probably pick the dark envelope, but 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 they pick the bright, shiny, sunshiny envelope, and in there might there might even be a dollar in that envelope got in trouble when i did that one though but anyway so the kid gets a dollar and is like whoa i got a dollar right well why did you pick that one well, because it was shiny and bright and and it looked good and and that one didn't so so i chose the good thing and and i got the good thing right so, so here's, here's sort of the, the imagery here. We know that the world opposed Jesus, so don't be surprised when the world opposes you. Is that okay? Because listen to what he says. This is a sign of destruction for them, meaning the opponents, but of your salvation, and this is from God. That, that's a loaded sentence. Okay? Okay? a very loaded sentence well what is he saying right there if we live lives opposing sin right we become sort of that representation of the good news the gospel the main thing which points out to the world what is sin Now, we're sinners, guess what? Yeah, yeah, perfect people, raise your hand. Okay, I didn't think so. See? But here's the point. When we're living the righteousness of Christ and showing the world what a difference that Christ makes in us, excuse me, do you know that's why there are opponents? Because nobody likes to be called out, pointed out. Do you know why our culture, government, society, court system, politicians, do you know why Christianity is being attacked today? Because it's in Christianity that the Bible, the Word of God, God Himself points out that that is sin. Nobody likes to get called out that way. So they come against Christianity. They come against Christ. They come against Jesus. Did you know that? I heard people talking about that this week. This idea that, you know what? You can, you can talk bad about... You can talk bad about Christianity and Christians all the time. But you know you're not allowed to talk bad about anybody else. Did you know that? Did you know that? Not allowed. For it has been granted to you on Christ's behalf, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him. Since you are engaged in the same struggle that you saw I had, and now hear that I have. So here's the struggle. You ready? Paul went to share Jesus with the Roman Empire. He went to Jews and he went to Gentiles. The Gentiles had their own religions. Just look at the scene in Athens, right? Had their own religion. So when he presented Christ, they opposed him. He went to the Jews. The Jews wanted everybody to become Jews. You know, get circumcised, eat the right food. So Paul got attacked from both sides. Paul suffered from both of those. Battling for truth. What did Paul get? I, I, we talked about this last week from 2 Corinthians. He got beaten. He got hurt. There were battle scars. I want to finish this way. Do you notice the opposition? Do you notice the hostility of the world to the gospel do you uh, this is where it gives a friend of mine once said Bobby if you're catching flack which I didn't realize at the time was a military term but thank you if you're catching flack you're probably over the target see if you're facing opposition see and you're probably standing for Jesus. So, the main thing, this one thing, only this, live your life worthy of the gospel. See, if you don't know Jesus this morning, you need to know Jesus. Just like Diane lying in that bed. I can't wait to get back up there and talk to Diane. All right? We had that happen this morning. I walked in. There was a guy here I'd never seen before. He started sharing with me what he believed. And so I started asking him questions to which he didn't have answers. So then I shared with him my answers. I sent him out of here with Lee Strobel's book, The Case for Christ. I said, read this and call me back. Because I shared the gospel with him. I invited him to to receive Christ, but he wasn't ready. So I gave him a book. I said, go read. Call me back. See, that was at 6 o'clock this morning. Folks, pay attention to what God's doing around you. If you don't know Jesus, you need Jesus. Maybe you know him, but the world's got too much going on in your life. Too much. God calls us back to Him. God calls us back to Him. We're going to sing one more song. Gives you the opportunity to respond to God. Not to me. I'll be here. And if you want to pray together, come on down and we'll pray. If you want to know Jesus, please come down. Please come down. I just need to know Jesus. I'll sick dawn on you. He'll day. I mean, the thing is, is that you need Jesus. The main thing is the main thing gospel first I want the good news because the bad news is really evident okay pray with me God thank you again for today and the opportunity we have to gather in this place and to celebrate you and to sing and to smile and laugh and cut up and and all those kind of things God I just thank you that you're doing some really really cool things God I thank you for Paul and I thank you for the letter to the Philippians and I thank you God that there there are some really highlights in there that that we need to be paying attention to and so God help us today that if we're not living the gospel if we're not living Christ in our lives outside of this room and, and 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 on our streets and in our workplaces then God you're calling us to that this one thing live the life that's worthy of the good news that you've received. God, thank you for that. Thank you for that word. God, help us to live it. Help us to sing now and praise you and and just respond to you as you've called us to. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.